there is a clear assignment this morning that God wants you to see your way through clear. I said he wants you to see your way clear. Confusion is not God's objective. He wants you to see your way clear. Hallelujah. There's a way that's being made for you. And as we go down this road, you're going to understand why and what God is doing. Sometimes the why of what God is doing help you to deal with the what he's doing. And as you see your way clear, I'm believing that you are not going to be stagnant any longer. God is changing some of your appetites. There's dimensional appetites that God is just shifting. And it's needful that he brings the syringe of intimacy to you so you can learn to stand and know he's God. There's a language for where you're going. The construction language for where you're going. God wants to bring definition to you. When you have these definitions, some of you, when you sit down, I want you to write this down. Definitions will determine your destiny. Definitions will determine even your, def uh, your decisions. You say, what is God doing with me? He's transitioning my definitions. Because some of the words that I've been built with, the words that constructed me, I'm now identifying. And he's splitting those words of soul and marrow. He's helping me to see. How many of you know God is working with my sight? Come on, God is dealing with your sight. Yeah, He's helping me to see. When you see, he transitions your definitions. And when your definitions change, your decisions change. And when your decisions change, your destiny is plausible. You have to understand there is a understanding, there is a perception that if you gain understanding, no devil in hell, in hell can stop you. I say no devil in hell can stop you. Maturity does not allow the adversary to have preeminence in your mind. See, the level of, y'all ready to start? I'm, I'm, I'm going to actually go to my second view here. Sometimes the level of pressure was an a, a, a introduction to a restructuring of your definition. <laughs> It was a what? A reconstruction. A reconstruction is an introduction of a reconstruction of your definition. I don't know about you, but I know my God finished it all. I said he finished it all. And I declare you're going to come into that finished work this morning. Somebody say, I'm coming into that finished work. I'm going to see my God and I'm coming into that finished work. In Jesus' name. While you're on your feet, if you can go to Hebrews 11. While you're on your feet, leave Hebrews 11. Three. 
through four. How many of you sense God's presence in this place? How many know he came for you? Tell somebody he came for me. I don't know about you, neighbor, but I know he came for me. <laughs> he came for me. Can you make that personal this morning? Glory to God. Hebrews 11, 3. And it read, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. By faith we understand. Say that with me, by faith, by faith. we understand. Said one more time, by faith, by faith. We, understand. we understand. By faith, we understand that the worlds, the worlds, the what? The With an S, were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered a to God. A more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness ah, that he was righteous. Oh, that's powerful. God testified of his gift, and through it, he being dead still speaks. <laughs> I wish I had time for that second part, but today we're going to work on the first part. By faith, we understand. Can you uh, say amen? You may be seated. If I were to title this, I want to talk about divine convergence. If you need a title, I want to talk about divine convergence. There is a convergence emergency. There's a what? What is convergence? Convergence is the process by which something is converged into oneness. The process by which it is made, the process by which it is transformed, it's, con it's cauterized into oneness. And what we need to understand is God has a, the ability to get us answers so we can know where he's calling us to be and become. God, how many know God didn't want you confused about your life? How many know God is not making up as he goes? I'm Say that one more time. How many of you know God is not making you up as he, as he goes? So the destiny that you're going through or going to is for it to be revealed to you. It's being what? Re it's the revealing of you. It's not the See, the making is because something has been revealed. Veiled. He's restoring the restoration of something. It proves that something was already established. So in the revealing of something, we're going to have to understand how God reveals. I am one step away from a revealing. Tell somebody I'm one step away of a revealing. One of the things that I want you to understand is that he starts out by saying, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The how many? Worlds. 
worlds. There are many worlds. Now, I want to just prerequisite you this morning. I want my academias to really pay attention. I want my career people to really pay attention. You might need a notebook. Y'all got quiet. You're going to need a note. I'm going to reveal some things to you that want to help you accelerate in your position, in your desires. I want everybody to pay attention. It's going to help you understand the processual for which God is constructing you in. There's a process by which we are made. There is a what? There's a process by which you are made that if you can get the equation right, you will always get the right answer. But we have a church, that, a body that seemingly run after things that do not have the decoding of the matriculation word construction for them to be made. Let me back up just a little bit to make sure that we, we, we're catching here. Tell somebody there's a process. God is trying to decode your destiny. He's trying to do what? There's need to decode your destiny. It's, it's the decoding of who you are in Christ that's going to decode who you are and what you are in error of. So you have to realize by faith the worlds, there are worlds. They're not one world. There are many worlds. Somebody say many worlds. There are many worlds. The world that you occupy is the world of faith that you are sustained in. The faith that you occupy is really the world that you are, you're sustaining right now. How many of you know in your world you speak that world language? That's your world. You have the dialect of that world. You have the dialogue of that world. You have the structure of that world. You have the appetite of that world. How many of you know we have different worlds? We have different cultures. You go to one culture, they got a different dialect, and there's a different dialogue. There's a different perception. There's a different expectation. There's a different appetite. So we live in different worlds but some worlds when it comes to the realm of the spirit God has to construct you in such a way that you have a dialogue for the dialect for that world there's a language construction there is an understanding construction there's a definition construction sometimes your definitions can be the, the, the defilement of why you're not moving forward you walked in the office and you wasn't in that world. You didn't understand the language. So you messed up. The, you, 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 you missed the opportunity because the construction of the world needed the language. Are y'all ready this morning? All right. Let me just give you a preview. I'm mature. This is for maturity this morning. Tell somebody maturity. Tell somebody I'm going up in worlds. By faith we understood that the Worlds were framed. In college, you learn terms. Why you stay in school so long? What are they training you? The terms, the dialect for the world that you go into. So they put you away for how many years? Depending on your field. They do what? Put you away. 
you, you, you learn any skill, they put you away. You go to training. They lock you away. You go to football. You, you, whatever skill that you have, they put you away so you can be condoned in the terms that's associated with the world. So what are you learning? They're making sure that you have the constructions of the terms. That way, once you get in the room, you're not confused. You, you, you're not, uh, 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 you're supposed to be in this room. Sometimes, based on the language, you can excuse or be refused because of your language. Some rooms you can be excused or be refused because of your language. Your, your walk has a language. You either apply or abide by based on what you understand. By faith, the words were framed by the word of God. By, by what? The words were what? So the frame has to be interpreted for you to enter into that world. Which means the frame sometimes that I'm in... I'm growing in a different lingo. The, the, the introduction to my new level might be the dialogue that I need to have about the dialect of a new frame. All right, maybe I'll start too hot. Let me back up just a little bit and set a little bit more structure here. Let me lay a foundation. I maybe started too hot. Seemingly today, we are learning, and it's nothing wrong. How many of you know we are called to worship God? How many of you know we're called to, uh, to praise the Lord Jesus Christ? How many of you know that's the standard of a Christian life? Those things are the normative of our life. As a believer, your lifestyle is worship. Your living in your life, your lifeline is worship. That is a normal, uh, that's a normal stage of a believer's life. In fact, if you're not worshiping, you, you cannot know your God. If you're not worshiping God, you are worshiping something. Y'all all right? The issue becomes when we have made certain prerequisites, principled, Development tools that are not development tools. God used worship to, to authorize the being of you so he can get the word in you. So sometimes he has to desensitize your flesh so you can abide by the word of God. But when we made the desensitization of the flesh, the thing that constructs us Without the word, we fall into problems. So what we look for does not have the dialect for our destiny. Many believers are looking for things that doesn't have the dialect for their next step. We're excited, but in, inside we're still in rebellion of the processual that governs your next step. Somebody say my next step. Oh, Jesus. By faith, we understood that the world was framed. So what God does is he's trying to build your faith. Say, God is trying to build my faith. What is God trying to do with me? Trying to build my 
faith. When God builds your faith, he has to do a certain matriculation for your maturity. The convergence process. It, how many of you know it's not always easy? Because you are used to certain things. There are comfortabilities. Somebody say comfortability. You, you're comfortable. And when you're comfortable in certain arenas, and usually we're comfortable because of somebody else's rebellion. You say, what do you mean by that? Usually... My comfortability will violate compliance. Comfortability can violate divine compliance. And it will stay comfortable because I will point to somebody else's rebellion why I can stay in non-compliance. So because I came from this family, it's okay that I stay where I am. I hear you, but I'll move that in God's timing. But what if God's timing is now? Are y'all all all right this morning? So sometimes my complacency could be a rebellion tool to not move when God is wanting me to move. Sometimes because I I met certain standards that nobody met in my family. I got the car. They didn't have it. So I've aligned out. I have line items that qualify that I am with God. Not knowing it's not by your might, not by your power, but it's by his spirit. I'm still telling you about how to help you understand how to get, understand your direction. Because you're one equation away from getting the right answer. I know it's about two of y'all going to get it today. The rest are getting it while they're going home. See, if you have the right equation, you don't have to fight for the answer. I talk to people who have been in church in years, and I try to give them equation language, and they can't stick because they're religious in nature. And religious will keep them in a cycle because excitement in moments is their projection. How many of you know we need encouragement and excitement in moments? But how many of you know that's not the trajectory to, ma- to, to the maturation process of what God is trying to get you to understand? This is not the excitement for what you accept the moment. Not that that was the moment. It was a, a, a introduction that you can take on the moment. So when we talk in principle, many of us close our ears. For another prophetic moment. Not knowing the moment was to get the equation right. Not for the moment, but for eternity. How many of you come into this church, uh, members, how many of you come into this church, you, messages you used to listen to, they don't really, they're good, but they don't really, they don't get there, they don't hit. They're good messages, but they don't really they don't hit it like they don't. So what is the difference? Somebody say <laughs> destiny dialect. Come on, repeat it. Destiny. Your destiny have a dialect. Which means your ear is only as open to what it's prepared for. So when people send me YouTube videos about something that might be a baby language. It's exciting. 
but there's no principles for the dialect for where I'm going. So it might get me to the excitement of getting back in faith, but that was not the, the equation to what I needed to take the step. So the church is in an embryonic stage of adolescence that it has no knowing of. It has no knowing of. It's adolescence. Because it's circular in moments. It looks for the moment, not the internal word that's supposed to change the trajectory of your life. I don't want to, I, I love shouting, but once I know the principle of shouting, I want to know what do you know about that realm. Tell me the realm that you understand about this. You go to school, college students, you, you learn different realms. In this class, we've already passed those classes, so you can't be in this class without understanding those realms first. Oh, it wasn't emotional. You passed the test. Did they say if you cried at the test, we're going to pass you? I don't know about you, but you spend a lot of money. They don't pass nobody. They're going to look at you and say, uh, I'll see you next year with $20,000 for this class. Because it was not an emotional move. It was the dialogue for the dialect of the, of the stage that you're trying to walk. I got some doctors over there. I can't go to, I can't go to those classes. I didn't take the prerequisites that govern Opening up bodies. But I'm teaching them to take my eternal soul class. And we need both of them. But I'm showing you, you cannot meet a new arena without the principles that's associated with the room. But many believers are making an emotional decision where it's not emotional. It's a principle decision that do you understand this before you hit this room? I'm glad you shout. I'm glad that encouraged you. What did you get about the decisions that you're making? You're in rebellion in this. Did God show you the rebellion in this? If it didn't move the rebellion out of that, it's excitement. You're going to continue to look for signs and look for ways and look for things when God wants to have a personal conversation about the development factor. Y'all all right with this? God is not building a Christian soft class of believers. He's building a, a, a believers of an army that can stand and know he's God. We are like, hey, he said, I'm going to send you amongst wolves like sheep, but you're going to be shrewd as serpents and harmless as doves, which means what we do, we do it on purpose. We don't do it just as a passive Christian. You just can take my seat. I don't mind. You know, I'm just a Christian. Go ahead. And while you're taking my seat, take my family too. Take my son in their school. Take, take the academia. Take everything that you have while you're taking my seat. You've got to understand the mobilization of construction of worlds. The mobilization and construction of what? Worlds. Right now, 20% is getting the greater. Uh, can I go down this line just for a second just to give you an example? The reason why you're getting things in the public schools today is because 20% of the economy is more bolder than a lot of the 70% or 80%. 
transsexuality, homosexuality, we're not, we're not beating it in that way. We want everybody to turn to Christ. We love them to turn to Christ. Amen. Amen. However, how in the world did it creep into the schools? Because when 20% know their agenda, but the 80% is still in the middle wondering, there's principles that orchestrate movements that get you to follow them. And by the time you wake up, it'll be too late. They done stole. You're wondering why little Billy came to, 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 to home with his pants down. Because they discipled him because you didn't want to take the reins. Oh, they disciple your children. Oh, yeah, they give them books and, and, and orchestrate because we think church is just church. We don't know that church supposed to be in the system. We didn't know God supposed to orchestrate the architecture of the minds of the people. Even in the hospital, some come by miracles, some come by your cut. But if you can't discern, you could be cutting something that would have been by your prayer. So it takes discernment. It takes what? So when you're dealing with ascension recognition, when you're dealing with divine recognition of ascension levels, you've got to understand that there's a destiny dialect. There's language. How many of you say, God, I feel he tells me stuff, but I just don't, like, I don't know how to say it. How many ever felt that? I just don't know how to explain it. So what God does is something, sometime at the introduction of your lack of explanation, he'll put you in front of somebody that have the language construction for where you're going. But if religion overrides the construction, you're going to have a problem. And this is where people are spending more time on vacation and, 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 and wasting a lot of time rather than getting into the construction of the conversation that concludes the next level. You don't see real people of Christ, men of God, will not rush nobody to the next level. They'll provoke them. But you, this is not about being friends. This is not because we know each other and we hang out and we, we eat a little, little spaghetti together and a little wings and, and chicken. No, it's not about that. And you better know how to discern the difference between what, uh, 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 um, uh, when we're eating wings and when it's a God moment. Because most of us can't discern. You, you're still in the friend mode, and I was in a divine moment. You're still in the friend mode, but God spoke to a man to get in a divine moment. You can't transition quick enough. When you're with person, when you make God, when God allows men of God to bring you close, you got to be able to have the maturity of the trajectory of navigation. I've been with men of God. I saw all kinds of stuff. But when it was time to go down the road, I knew how to transition. All right, we're not at, we're not at uh, watching football moment right now. But many of us are still stuck in the religious circular cycle of momentary facilitation. And we're not understanding there is an equation that will equate you to the answer. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? How many of you will stand with me? Amen. By faith, the worlds were, they were what? There's a frame 
that we have to understand. And this frame holds a language, but we cannot be in passive pursuit of the next service without knowing what we're hungering for. I'm in passive pursuit. Every, way, every, every day I just need an exciting word. Do you know the type of word you're looking for? Y'all all right? Most of the times I, don't, I won't know the type of word if I don't know the type of rebellion I'm in. How, how would I know what word I need if I don't know the rebellion that I'm in? Some of us, if you fly too low, your problem is you're just too low. you got to keep a high level. See, when God gives you new grace, he gives you new space. And if you try to operate from the old system with a new space, you're rejecting the architecture of the dialect and dialogue for the new space. That's why it was so hard for Israel to accept that God wanted to meet with them so they can have, handle and facilitate their way into the promised land. Tell somebody God has a promise for me. So what is he doing with me? He's trying to facilitate, facilitate the construction, word construction in me in such a way that in every world that I go to, the frame of it I can perceive. Because what frames I can perceive, the devil don't get the upper hand on my life. But most of us are stuck in the trap of problem after problem, fire and fire, because we're fighting with believing in religious momentary cycles and not looking for divine equations that get me the answer. These are eternal equations. Somebody say eternal equations. There is a dialect. How, most of you who stayed at this church, you have a different dialect. I've had people leave this church because they say they like a type of preaching. Oh, yeah, straight out. They're used to hooping, and there's nothing wrong with that. They can go up the street and get hooped. But I might hoop sometime, but I'm not going to hoop on not purpose. Oh, I'm a good hooper, too. You, anybody want a challenge? Oh, yeah, they practice hooping. They actually teach it in, in college how to practice hooping. I, I'm not big on that. You know why? Because I'm, I believe now can the spirit hit your hooping? Yeah. yeah. But when you made a practice the principle, you go in problems. When you make the practice the principle, you make it a problem. Because now the church ain't ready. At the end is always... Uh, and people don't have a, see, if you just have an ear for the huh, you ain't heard nothing else. That's somebody who's religiously constructed. They're momentary in their approach. So tomorrow they're going to need another huh, and then next week they're going to need another huh. But when you give them, say, sit down. Do you want to get rid of your pain? Okay. Let's look at Jesus. What does this mean about Jesus? Well, I know Jesus. I know. No, you, you, oh, you're missing it, sweetheart. You like momentary hits rather than an eternal pill that's going to get you situated. How many of y'all staying with me? Jesus, I, I, I. 
So I want you to understand that God is trying to get us to understand. Go to Matthew 13, 10. How many of y'all learning something for a second? Come on, I believe in your hooping. Don't look at me with sideways. So I want you to understand. I want you to understand. Matthew 13, 10. Watch this. And the disciples came to him and said, why do you speak in what? Parables. Now, where is Jesus? Jesus is in you, right? All right, just wanted to make sure. He answered and said to them, because it has been given to you, not uh, to you, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries. Somebody say mysteries. Mysterion, the mysteries. Mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he, he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in that prophecy Isaiah to feel, hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of the people have grown dull. The hearts of the people have grown what? They have grown dull. So their hearing is because of the dullness of their hearts. For the heart of the people has grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so I can heal them there is the realm of the spirit is parable in nature what did I just say the realm of the spirit is still in parables it's not that God didn't want you to know. He said, it's for you. It's been given to you in a mystery to know the kingdom. But it's decoded in, it's decoded in the dialect through divine dialogue. It's decoded by the word of God. Somebody say mystery. So in order for you to see the next stage of you, you got to know how to decode the mystery. If you tell me that the devil is the author of my, my problem, and you tell me you're in God's hands, you, you, you might be in the wrong definition. Because the introduction of Christ, by default, will bring you into the new introduction of a new word. And the denial of the word for the Christ puts you in a position that's not good. Tell somebody I got to hear for this level. I, I need recognition on this level. How many of y'all stand with me? Ah, I look, look like I'm going to have to turn back church on again. I mean, let me turn church on again because our ears. See, I, I, it's, it's sad when you see somebody and you say, ah, they're going to be there for another two years. You say, why would a preacher say that? Because when the principles are out of order and they're excited on the moment, but you're establishing a principle, that, that, that is going to run out. 
So you try to build their ear line upon line. You try to build their ear to understand what's pi, 3.14, 2.14, somebody, what my math, my math is? Three, I'm always saying two. See, I needed to take the class again. So what is pi? 3.1, okay, how many things did pi was used in? All right, my academia, wake up. How many, how many classes or how many courses, how many, okay, you got mathematics, you have algebra. What was, uh, pi was used in algebra? Wait, hold on, how many? So you needed pi for what? Algebra, you needed pi, what's the next one? Hold on, wasn't it the one before trigonometry? There you go, algebra 2, okay, so pi went how many levels? How many? How many levels? Give me a, how many you think? About four, oh, six. Lord, y'all took some different classes, all right. Now, let me ask you something. If you didn't get pi in algebra, what you get the equation right in trigonometry. So if you came to the class emotional about passing your class and the professor is trying to give you the pie to establish the class, but you don't want to hear pie, you want to make it personal. So when the professor say, baby, you're going to take this about two more times because you're not hearing nothing I'm saying. You, you telling me about your life. I know, listen, we're going to cry about your life. We're going to shout about your life. But I need you to understand pie. Because you can't pass this class until you put the equation in order. But you keep saying, I hear you. Thank you. Thank you for blessing me today. And before you walk in the door, I want to know, did you get pie? I'm glad. Did you get pie? If you didn't get pie, I want to see you again. Because if you don't get that, how in the world, the level that you're asking God for, you're blindly saying, I'm going to counter it. I'm going to tell you, you don't have the infrastructure to take it. I want the new house. You don't have the infrastructure to take it. I want the new step, the new job, the new money. You don't have the... So the danger, this is the danger for my academia. Be careful not building the soul infrastructure before you get the money infrastructure. Some of us are at danger of getting the paper and you will get the money infrastructure. The danger is that, that God has to make you another babble. Because something there you're trying to build doesn't facilitate the way of God. So on the Tower of Babel, they had the revelation of to coming together. Wait, we can do some stuff, man. We build a tower to God. Tell you what, we take the city, we all work together, and we'll build something that make, make us ha always have an encounter. And many individuals don't realize, can y'all, are y'all handling a mature conversation? Many don't realize, well, you're, you're, you're bringing yourself backwards. I would rather to productively grow with God as I'm productively growing in my inheritance. But if you gain inheritance without the production of solical architecture, God has to take you down a certain way. How many of y'all say amen? amen? So you, you have to understand 
that God wants you to grow commensurate in your walk. Don't fight for the paper if you're not fighting for soul development. You, 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 you need to make sure that you're able to navigate both realms. Can you say amen? Somebody say destiny dialect. There's a dialect for your destiny. Do you have an ear to hear? See, many of you that stuck to this church, I say, oh. Because maybe I'm not called to preach to everybody. See, I'm comfortable with that. But you might think that I'm looking for everybody. I know those who have the dialect for the framework of that, what God is doing. And it's not that we don't help. But there are certain levels, if I give it and you can't hit it, I, you might be far up the street. And that's no problem. We're one body. But I can't, I don't have, I'm, I'm here to build an army. I don't want to just play church. So if you just want to play church in here, no, I'm serious. See, see people get offended, but I have to really allow people the freedom. Because you used to for 30 years, hey. And, and so you would say things like, I like your teaching, but man, I'm used to. And I have to say, okay, amen. And I still call and I still talk. But that's where their ear is. But when you have something that God can facilitate kingdoms and, and bring you into places where you take the keys of the kingdom and you start establishing rule and reign. Tell somebody, that's me, that's me, that's me. I'm, I'm, I, I want to go forward. Yeah, I, I need those. I need the equation, Pastor. What is the equation? Where's Christ in this? What is what am I missing in the Christhood right here? Am I missing something in my consecration? Am I missing something principally? What am I missing here? See, we don't realize because we keep thinking that God is going to just make it what we want it. God just going to bring me into my destiny, no matter how I look. How many of you know God wants you into where he called you? But he'll leave you in the world that facilitates your soul structure. And the danger of being left in a world is in the passing of time, you're going to realize because the law of exposure is going to shock you. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to go somewhere, but I don't know if I, I'm not sensing the, 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 the leverage here. The law of exposure will mess you up. What is the law of exposure? Once I am exposed to something, I might desire more. <laughs> I remember my first time moving to Texas. How many of y'all know? I love Louisiana, New Orleans. I love it, but it's Texas. And as a child... Coming to check out, looking out the window, like, oh, it's so clean. It's so much space. And as a child, I saw possibility. Which means the law of exposure gives you more ability to see possibility. 
And when you see possibility, but you didn't have the infrastructure prepared for where you're trying to go, the problem is you're going to have to fight with what you see and where you stayed. I see what God is wanting me to do, but I'm fighting against the principles to it. So I facilitate religious cycle. I go to church. I pray. But when I ask for the equations, that's the architecture of your next step. We still are not looking. So two years went by. I'm looking for the principles that's associated with the next realm. You're telling me how much you shouted this year. Y'all all right with this? How many know you shout? But if I'm going to shout, I'm going to get something out of it. I'm not going to fight the win. My shout better shout over this problem. Shout over this pain. Shout, I better get out of it. Once I'm out, I need the principles to stay out. Give me the equation. I need pie. Because when the devil come, I need something to pull out, a, a greater sword to pull out. Do you have the equation? Give me this nice sword. for. Give me the word stroke for this one. When the devil comes to my mind, I got a word stroke for this one. No, devil. Wow. Because this realm, this world, God looks at. When God does an assessment, do you have the threat level for this assessment? How, 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 how much are you a threat to hell? Can you say amen? amen? Oh, Jesus, Jesus. How many of y'all learning something this morning? Ah, glory. Therefore, I speak in parables. So the realm of the spirit is, is in parables. Somebody say the realm of the spirit, the of the spirit. Is, in is in parables. Which means as you hear the word. How many of you, since you heard the word, you heard the word in more in depth. And as you heard it, the dialect of that word, the word that you heard opened up your eyes. Okay, so that was a dialect that you needed for the next stage. But you could have been somewhere and that word wasn't given for five years. But in one day you heard it. Now what was the difference to your destiny? The comfortability in a system Rather than following Jesus to the next word. All right. Jesus. I, I'm trying to go somewhere here. Paul, Peter said, when Jesus came on the scene, he said, hey, why are your disciples leaving you to follow Jesus? Because Jesus didn't tell. Listen, all are yours in the body. Tell somebody, all is mine. So you follow Christ. And hopefully whoever you're under, they better be following Christ. I say they better be following Christ. Because if you don't have the Christ for me, how in the world am I going to mature to what I'm called to? Can you say amen? <laughs> it's been given. Know that the realm of the spirit has to be decoded. Somebody say the realm of the spirit. Have to be decoded. So if you're not taking it serious to be sensitive to the spirit, what are you really looking for? Because you don't have the principles that's associated to the next level. So how do you think you're going to walk if you didn't have the decoding of the next? Right. Are y'all understanding? Ah, 
See, I'm trying to get you something. God woke me up to something, and I'm trying to help you. Because some of us, our problems is taking over our perception. And sometimes problems is an introduction that you need a new level of dialogue for the dialect. If you were smart, you would write that down. The introduction to a new problem might be the introduction to a new realm. Because, see, you didn't have the problem before, and you were circular. But now, the law of exposure made a new problem arise. So God says for this level, you're going to need greater submission to the word of God. There are many kind of languages. All right, let's go in Scripture. Glory to God. How many have been blessed by this so far? I want you to go to 1 Corinthians really quickly. 1 Corinthians 2.13. Hallelujah. Say, what are you doing, Pastor? I'm trying to facilitate. I'm trying to help you understand that there's a need for worship. There's a need for praise. But I want you to understand in all of that you're doing, you're learning to grab what the word is saying so you can have eternal walking, eternal strength, eternal backing. So you can learn when you go home, it stays with you. It's tell somebody I I need stability. I don't want I'm not going to be fasting and praying for you to just get it and go home and you go watch a, a TV show and you forgot what you learned. That means that you are not having the ear for word construction to move to the next level. Not even studying, not even holding the word. Do you have a, can you hold a God thought? I, no, no, no. It's nothing wrong with saying what your pastor said or your apostle said or your bishop. It's nothing wrong with that. But see, what, when it's yours, when you own it, you can grab that and it turns into your word. So when you say, what did God say? Some of y'all heard me ask you that. What did God say? And you say, what is he looking for? I'm looking for, are you intimate enough to grab a word for you? Did you get a divine word from the throne room? And that word can build a whole book of your life. All right, uh, by, 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 by where we are, I'm going to just move on here. First Corinthians, these things we also speak, not in what? Not in words, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. If you're trying to read spiritual things from the natural, it's the, already the wrong equation. I'm trying to read my spiritual life in God from the natural. Tell somebody you can read spirit by spirit. So the decoding of the realm of the spirit is by the spirit. How many of you got that? I didn't say by because you've been in church for 10 years. I didn't say because you know, oh, I know. You know the scripture? 
How many of you know there's levels to the scripture? To one verse, you can pull out seven levels to that one verse. So even though you, you think you know it, what level do you know it? Because there's a different world according to the level. There's a different world according to the what? The level. Hallelujah. Teaching, comparing spiritual things with what? Spiritual. Watch this. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. In fact, go to 1 Corinthians 14, 10, real quick. Write that down if you, need, you want to study that. 1 Corinthians 14, 10. Here we go. There are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them are without There are many languages, but the one that you can decode is the one that you can occupy. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There are many languages, but the one that you can decode is the one that you can occupy. So by default, it wasn't a spiritual issue. You made it a, a, a personal emotional issue. It wasn't a personal emotional issue. When you met the opportunity, if you couldn't decode it, it showed what you carried. So when God creates the dialogue for the dialect to be established, you're not interested. But you meet the opportunity that you couldn't perceive. Because it got to be decoded. Right. It's as if I, I listen, listen. See, men of God see things. People by the Spirit can see. If somebody needed an opportunity right now, I can create one. I can show you one. But I only can show you to the point that you can decode. Right. So although I can see it, that don't mean you can see it. Oh, I see a lot of stuff, but not all things are for me. Oh, but I'll kill it if it was. Oh, I'll kill it. That's why y'all pray for pastor. Let's shut them doors, man. I, hey, honey, we about to make it. We about to, we about to be I do it. But it's fitting for me to be here. It's fitting for me to build souls. As I'm in the way of doing what he allows me to do. Oh, but it don't mean I don't see. So we can't decode, but God have many opportunities. But it's discerned by the spirit. So we will settle for what we can see. And if we're not learning to decode in the dialect that's called, called for our destiny, we're going to be circular. But the law of exposure makes the heart sick. Because hope deferred makes the... So God, why am I not moving? How many of y'all ever asked that question? God, why am I not moving? Okay, in your quest for the question, did you ever ask God... What did your word say about this level? What is the construction for this level? 
because the introduction of something that's new and difficult might be the introduction of I need a new language for it. How many of you, when you started mastery, it seemed very difficult? My mastery students, how many of you say, okay, how many of you track with me now and you're like, oh, yeah, this, this ain't, I, I get. Okay, so what was the difference between the beginning and the? The word construction. The language brought you into a new realm where God can entrust you now. But many, I, we open the opportunity for them and they're sleeping on it. But we want another realm in Christ. And we say we're providing the way. Of, this is not personal. Don't think. I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> I know I've been sleeping, Pat. You ain't got to tell me. Oh, trust me, I don't have nobody in my mind, so don't, no, 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 no. It's interesting, you're the only one thinking, and about 10 of y'all thinking the same thing. Cut it out, cut it out. He's talking about me, he's talking about me, he's talking about me. And then after church, you ain't got to talk about me. Did you know the last seven just told me the same thing? (laughs) What is your priority? I know my priority, and I'm seeing the fruit of it. Oh, I know mine. Mine is God first. Everything else last, second. If if it don't touch him first, I'm not interested. I don't care your opportunity. I don't care about what you, I care about my God. But even with that, I need the construction. So I can know how to place caring right. Can you say amen? Tell somebody word construction. Uh, how many of y'all being blessed so far? It's James 1, 2, Count it all joy. My brother, count it all joy when you fall in various ways. See, see, see the introduction. I want to talk a little bit about the introduction to pressure. Can I do this in class form? The introduction to pressure. How many of you say, I feel a lot of more pressure since I've been saying yes to God lately? Come on, my hand is up. How many How many of you say, I've been feeling that pressure, Pastor? Glory. The introduction to pressure. If you're in God's hands, I want you to come on, consider something with me. How many of you know when you're pregnant, you have pressure? I've never been pregnant before. How many women say, hey, 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 hey. I'm pa- pastor, that pressure, that brother. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get cramped sometimes. You, you, you feel weird in a lot of ways. Appetites change. Attitude changes. Don't catch them on a bad day. Don't catch them on a bad day. Taste buds. Because you're pregnant with something. What you have to realize is sometimes the introduction to pressure is proof that God is trying to construct a new ability to walk differently. Your your taste buds going to change. Your 
your appetite should be changed. Because, see, you want to bring Israel in the new realm. And when you don't like it, you tell God about your last bed and, and when you was in bondage. Oh, God, I can go back. I know. I, I, at least I know it. At least I know what that feels like. At least I know how that, how that smells. I know how that realm is. I can watch TV for three hours in that realm. But now I feel this mental assault. I don't... I feel like I'm pacing. I'm sleeping. Why? I'm running from what I don't understand. How many ever thought about how much time you waste in a day? All right. All right. Is this church? Is this BCC church? We, we honest? Y'all ready? All right. How many of you ever consider how much time do we waste in a day? Now, have you ever asked yourself, what is it that's stopping me from proper progression? How, see, because, see, sometimes we even facilitate comfortable capabilities to ease ourselves in our threshold so we don't feel like a certain way. So I have a justifiable reasoning that governs why I can stay where I am. And I started with this, but I, I had to build it up. So I use somebody else's rebellion for why it's okay for I can stay stuck. I didn't come from this, that, 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 that. I'm doing better than them. So at least I'm obeying to this extent. I might not be crossing over, but I'm okay here. And if pastor say anything, I'm going, but I need to. I hear you, but I need to. I love you, but I need to. I, 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 I don't understand why I... I need to stay here. But, but it's, it's, it's frustrating me. It, it don't make me feel good all the time because I feel that something in me is saying there is more to me than this. But the pressure is speaking louder than that thing in me. The, 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 the introduction to pressure. The introduction to pressure is revealing that you need a new word. Your old, your, your old YouTube cycle might not work for this new level. <laughs> Don't be offended. Yeah, that old, that, the one you used to shout on, it, it's a new level now. Now you need somebody that's going to give you greater altitude and latitude in word construction. No, he's talking about faith. Listen to him. And when you come by your spirit, proceed. Oh, that's what I'm not doing. That's all oh, I heard pastor say. All right, that, I need to submit here. Because the adversary doesn't mind stagnation. Because he knows as long as you stay there, you can't read the new world. So he still has the keys to the world that you might have been an error. But you're making it as if. All right, glory to God. Tell somebody I'm moving forward. 
but the worlds were framed. The frame that I can't see is a frame I will never become in. And the danger is thinking I know a world that I haven't got the architecture for. This is where religion falls short, always falls short. I'm talking about religious people. The Bible talks about there's a healthy religion. But he tells you be careful. Because if you don't do those principles in that healthy religion, you'll fall short. But there's a religion that thinks it knows everything. And it has no idea about the work. It's like somebody who have a business and have uh, employees trying to, uh, and somebody who don't have a business but trying to do business and telling the one with the business, with the employees, what to do. And you're shocked. Is that what, is that what you think? You're going to just enter like that? You're going to just take it on like that, huh? All right. I'll see, you, I'll see you around the corner soon. We'll see you circle, we'll circle around. Because the infrastructure to take on that capacity is not just something that you mentally ascend to. There are principles that's associated with the infrastructure. Can you say amen? amen? Oh, glory, glory, glory. And, and these principles are more than just your business principles. You got to have familiar principles with that business. Because if you run the business, run the family, you're going to have a problem still. See, the intelligence of God gives you the principles all around. It gives you how to facilitate everything. And you'll wonder, how in the world are we surviving? It's called grace. How are we doing this? It's called. And the greater level is the greater grace. But the greater level facilitates a greater mental capacity that you don't fall back into an Israelic threshold. You're going forward, but it look, you, you bought yourself in the wrong mindset, so it looked like you're going back. Tell somebody, don't sell yourself short. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Count it all joy when you fall in various trials, knowing that, that the testing of your faith produces what? Patience. Tell somebody he's producing in me. Which means wherever you are right now, I, I want to help you. Wherever you are right now, God is trying to produce in you. You're done with where you were. But see, you need a new dialect and dialogue for where you're going. And you keep trying to have old con continuum of conversations that, that can't work for this new place. So while you're bringing an old language, somebody trying to give you the mature language for your next walk. Tell somebody this room, you, 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 God has introduced you to a room. Stop. Hey, we're not talking about that anymore. Yes, yes. Hey, tell somebody I'm introduced to a new room. I mean, 
I'm going into a new room. There, This room, you give me, I don't want that religious language. Can you hold a word? On this room, we don't ask you to pray. It's vital. You, you don't get an option. Oh, you don't have options like that. If you want to stay there, you can stay there. But I'm going to tell you something. You're going to, you're going to frustrate the room. You're going to frustrate the, the, the space. It's like a manager trying to manage what they can't handle. You frustrate the, 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 the position. Because, you see, can you steward what God has given you? Tell somebody, I'm just a steward. My children, I'm just a steward. They belong to him. I'm a good steward. Lord, help me not to frustrate the position. Help me not to. But am I so focused on my common carnality? What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? How am I going to live? He said, do not pray like the Gentiles pray. Because when you pray like that, you are still for you. And you use justification of why you can stay like that. Not knowing that, it, it don't mean, it might not even be a hell and heaven thing, but know that you're not going to move forward. You're going to be in that cycle, continual. Because pie is not there. So if you, see, you didn't know he is the way. So you keep giving me other equations to say, well, I can try this way. Wow. And maybe I'll try this way. Because I go to church and I do, I pay my tithe, I can go this way. Do you know pie? No? Okay. You got to understand there are principles. Somebody say Christ. Come on. Christ is trying to wake you up for where you're going. The structure and construction of your family is it's by the word of God. Can I ask you a question? How many of you sat down in the seat that you're in without asking it, can it hold you? Why did you sit down and then ask it? Are you going to hold me? You ain't do none of that. You walk in and just walk out. Put everything in it, too. Why didn't you ask it, can it hold me? Could it be that you looked at the infrastructure of it, you've tested it, and you found it to be faithful? <laughs> Jesus. All right, all right. Let me give you some things that's going to help you. For your destiny, somebody say destiny decisions. When you get the dialogue for your dialect, you're going to make the better decisions. You are what your decisions are. Say that with me. I am what my decisions are. So you are, are you, you facilitate really who you, what you make decisions to do. Y'all stand with me. This is not a motivational speaking. I'm teaching you principles associated with how God thinks. He don't even speak outside of line upon line. 
But you got a revelation to give somebody beyond their line. So you know more than God. You're going to tell them that they're ready for that level? And they're in rebellion of pie in this class? They didn't pass this one. I don't care they moved to a new city. It still won't work. See, that's called the kingdom of God. That's the ordinance of heaven. That's the ordinance of the kingdom of God. You can even move to a new city. It won't work. Change of environment does not make change of circumstances. Change of environment does not make change of devils. <laughs> so everywhere you look, you better find the soil that will construct you in the word that you're going into the world you're trying to look for. I knew I should have got a motivational topic this morning. Can y'all say amen? How many of y'all learning something? My word dialect. I, 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 come on, I, I need the dialect for my de destiny. I, I, do, Pastor, do you have the words that construct my destiny? I, I'm, I, I don't, you know what? I, I'll shout later, but give me the word that's going to move me next. Give me the word that I can tell hell to get off my family. Give me a word that I don't have to be a victim, but I can start walking victorious and what he called me to be. Always looking for uh, uh, revival. We don't know. You don't need a, a everyday revival. The revival is in you. Now I'm going to the revival. What you going to do afterwards? How are you going to do that if you don't have the construction of pie? So you got to break through. That by default cannot be sustained because when the adversary comes to check the anoma of you. I'm so glad you got that week. You shout real good. God might have even done some things with that pain. But because you didn't feel it with greater levels of knowledge. I got to keep shaking. Can you say amen? How many of you are getting this? I want to give you three things, three things that's going to help you in the introduction of your destiny. Three things that you need. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. See, you're going to need the master teacher to facilitate the didactics of your direction. How many of you know you, you can't go to the job without the training? But the class don't start until you got the professor. Where do we think that we can shout around into? We think because we shout, we can mature. Where, where do we get that from? It could be in practices of illegitimate systems. It's called self-made ministries. What is it called? Self okay, self-governed ministries are not in the ordinate factors of God. So many of us got caught with the zeal, and we didn't realize till later that that was zeal, not according to knowledge. Mm 
Are y'all all right with this? They say, Pastor, I wasn't trying to do a leadership conference. I was just trying to hear the word. Self-made ministries will create illegitimate process systems, illegitimate promotion systems. Well, today we got elders who are still smoking weed. Deacons still sleeping around. Addicted. Oh, I talked to Mick. Can't put the cigarette down. Are y'all hearing me? We'll talk after, all right? You have to understand that God wants us to have a facility to facilitate maturity in divine order. That should not be. So when we saw those lines, we take it as its law or principle, and it's not. The leadership, don't, the, the board, they don't even pay tithes. But you're getting up there and telling everybody else to. So this is the infrastructure that we're used to. Illegitimate systems that teach you rebellion. And because they didn't teach you to run after the principles that's associated with your level, you've ran around for years getting excited. So they didn't mind you this, because long as you're going to give this, because they didn't even know that that was that they're connected to. Now, that doesn't mean you don't give this, but not out of that system, because it wasn't about that. So they keep you consistent. And when you want more, they got to kill that to make you stay. So now you go into the world and separate your life. This is what I do in the world, and this is what I do in church. It's already an obvious system that's broken. So when the church thinks that you have a world, a life in the world, and a life in the church, it's already showing that the principles are broken by default. Because you're not half here. And See, you fall out there, but you're half there. You look for opportunities out there, but you come in here and act like God don't uh, I'm still looking for what you want me to do. Is that not what he's trying to do out there? Tell somebody one body. Do you have the architecture? Do you have the word that's moving you into the next world? What are you listening for? What are you listening? See, right now I'm listening for something. For my level, not, not your, for my level. I'm, I'm seeking. See, these levels are, are beyond. This is a different world. When I'm around my apostle, he on another level. It's like playing chess. How many of y'all ever played chess? How many of y'all ever thought you were good with checkers? Until you sat down with somebody and realized they was on another level. Chess was, boy, well, I got you, I got you. And they, bam, see? They playing on a whole nother they see something you don't see. You sure you want to do that move? Wait, hold on. What do you mean? I'll do this one. You sure? All right, now you're confusing me. Don't. 
They're playing on a different. So don't you think that God said, follow after those who by faith and patience has endured the promise. And when they talk to you, you they're saying, do you want to be that peace? That peace got to go that peace. Well, I just think, ah, you're thinking still. All right. You're still thinking. I gave you principle and you're thinking. I'm telling you the manual and you're thinking. So you're still in revelational justification of self-government. Where did that self-government come from? Illegitimate religious systems that were set up that approved something in you to think that it was okay. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen? So when pastor says the greatest training you're getting is going to compel you, I'm not making that facetious. I'm not saying that as is some, some kind of excitement to make you proud. No, I'm telling you, when you put these principles in place, you're going to know more than the worldly professor. Your mind frame. God, how many of y'all know you got the mind of Christ? Somebody say, I got the mind of Christ. If you have the, how many things are in Christ? Okay, why is the world mind beating you? Oh, see, because, see, we've sat down and now I got the mind of Christ. But you say their mind is better than yours. Oh, you saying their mind is better than Christ? You get somebody with a higher degree and you think their mind is better than yours. That's identity crisis in the kingdom of God. Jeremiah, what do you see? Well, you, 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 know, you know, God, I'm young. I, you know, I, I, God, you know, I'm young. Do not say you're young again. What do you see? All right, God, I see this, this, this. Good. I'm going to use you to tear down and build up. But you know, I ain't got the degree, God. I ain't got the What do you see? See, be not conformed to the world. The church is conformed. We have too much conformity. Because everything in our mouth is split. We say church and development. But as soon as opportunity out there grows, you make that more priority than him. Ah, What do you really think? What do you really think is the way? Somebody who understands their spiritual capacity would always beat somebody who's who, who taking more containment in the world. That's why I go, I go to the meeting prayed up before I go with just your knowledge. But you want to study the book more than you pray. Not knowing that the prayer can bring remembrance to the book. Oh, Jesus. Because you have the mind of Christ. So he accelerates your thought pattern to help you realize what you couldn't see the first time. Right now there's a business. There's ideas. There are books. There are reasoning. There are things that God put in your life. But the problem is not the devil. The problem is the construction of the word in you. So even if you try to bypass the construction to start the business, you're going to have problems. Because you, you still don't know how to talk to people. You get triggered too early. 
So you won't keep no employee. It's going to work against you, not for you. Boy, y'all got to pray. Somebody got buck with me just now. You, you, you got to understand the construction. You shall prosper even as your Even as your Is your soul commensurate with your prospering? Don't tell me about your paycheck if you can't, you don't want to have a talk about principle. Excuse me. I got my mic was still on. Can you say amen? Because your paycheck going to violate the principle. Can y'all handle one more? How many of y'all thought this was needful? How many know what you're looking for? You're looking for the, di- the word, the dialect. There's a dialect to this. We speak in this realm, we speak spirit with spirit. So in this dialect, it's spirit language. Somebody says spirit. spirit. So up here, we don't talk natural. Natural, we know that the, pro- the flesh profits nothing in this realm. We don't have to go around the mountain here. We talk spirit too. So what are we talking? Principle to principle. In this realm, we speak mature, principally. So you want to come to the world. Are you holding the word? Because this world learns to hold the word. This world is not optional. Fasting is not optional. See, the, the, the church get offended when I say stuff like this, but we the church. Even Jesus said the disciples, you can't even pray. And he said for an hour, I ain't going to push you there. But we get offended with Pastor, you, you, you know it's grace. You know the grace? Of, no, you don't understand grace. What is grace? For what you're trying to take down, that mountain you're talking about, how much grace that's going to, how much faith is that going to take? How much prayer is that going to take? See, this realm has a different dialect and there's a different dialogue. There's a dip. Watch this. There is even a different taste bud. There's a different perception. There's a different uh, 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 um, appetite. See, the appetite in this realm, we check our flesh. And if it's too loud, we tell it to be quiet. We cut, we shut it off. See, this realm, sometimes I go play with my children and we go out to a nice dinner. But sometimes when my flesh too loud, I say, oh, you're not eating today. So I put myself in self-quarantine. I'm still playing. I'm feeding them. The barbecue looking good. Oh, it smells good. But there's a greater. See, see people, people feed their bellies and give up their destinies. I, I don't like, I'm, let me tell you something about me. I don't like just to excite people. That's not me. I'm not an, I just don't want to excite you. If we, if we do things like that, it's to point you to him. But the greatest is to teach you. That you can pull out the things and say, okay, oh, I get that, that. Oh, that does go right there. You're putting the pieces to the puzzle. 
oh, God, that's why you're doing that with me. All right, I understand now. So, so, so I need to make sure that I'm ready. I'll prepare myself next time for this one. I, I hear you now. Maybe I'm going through this because you're trying to get me to another level of reading your word, of being sold into you. Can you say amen? I'm going to tell you the secret really quickly. I didn't give you the three. I didn't give you the three. All right, number one, you ready? Number one, you're always going to, when, you, when you're going and under, understanding destiny decisions, you, God is going to send someone to you. The first thing they're going to do is, number one, interpretation. So you're going to have interpretation of your past. They're going to help you to in, in, interpret your past. You say, why your past? Because they got to teach you how to break doubts, fears, and failures, phobias. They got to teach you to break the doubts, the fears, the failures, and the phobias. So they have to help you interpret your past so you can come out of the illegitimate or embryonic stage of adolescence. And they help you to understand it. Because wherever you have a why that's not answered, usually what the devil is using against you. Why did this happen to me? So God gives a man of God to interpret that and help you to, di to dilute that. Does that make sense? Because if you don't break that realm first, the problem is as you're going forward, which many believers do that have fell into religion, is because they bypass pain. And when you bypass pains, the cracks are too big to facilitate what you're trying to hold. So it's as if you keep going forward, but you're losing everything on the way because the cracks are too big. So the wineskin is not prepared to handle the weight of the walk. So people will say, I've been there for 10 years, but you, you, you're like, well, I, I don't know what I got. Because the cracks were too big. So when you meet the destiny, the dialogue for your destiny, the didactics to your destiny, when you meet a man, God will always put you with a man to help you dissect that. So what are you dissecting? you got to dissect where you were, where you come from. It doesn't mean that you go back in the state of, well, I'm just going to, no, no, no. You got to understand, hold on, did, did you, did you, did you, are you forgiven there? Have you gave your debts? Forgive there as I forgave yours. So that's a debt. They owed you. Do you know what was owed to you? And once you facilitate the owing and why, and why, why did it happen that way? What is God doing? He's giving you principles that's associated with development. So if you can know why this line, you're going to teach the line, the next line. If you can dissect your way, you can teach the way. How many know you, to your issue, there might be about hundreds or more that have the same issue. So if God called you to the issue and you didn't go through the dissecting of it, how in the world are you going to minister to it? So sometimes he's trying to give you the architecture so you can have ministerial expression to it. Can you say amen? amen? Number two. 
Jesus. Are y'all ready? Interpretation. So they first dissect where you've been, and then they, they, they help you interpret your present. You get the interpretation of your present. Where are you now? Where are you growing? What is the growing development, the didactics of your development? What are the building codes of your development? Okay? You got to interpret where you are now to make sure that the rebellion of the past is not uh, conflating the uh, present time of where you're going. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So they're going to help you read where you are now, but giving word and language to your destiny decisions. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Y'all catching me? All right, number three, in, in, initiation. Number three, initiation. This is for the future formation. They're going to give you words for your future formation. Giving you words for your future what? Okay. So this is why anybody you submit to in that way, you got to make sure that they have the construct of who you are. And if they have the principles associated, they can help you. So it's as if they have the keys. They have the what? But you're looking for them. But they have them. But see, if, if you stay submitted to your fears, fears, doubts, phobias, you're not willing. Come on, somebody say, I'm, I'm, I'm talking even, all of us have this frame where we got to submit to God. I laugh because even though I'm preparing these things, I talk to myself too. You know, I sit in rooms with my apostle. He speaks to government levels. And he tried to teach me some things sometime on levels that you, you don't, it's not regular words. But sometimes I sit back and say, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to. Pastor, I'm with, I ain't trying to. You know I got, you know I got four kids, right? You know, you know, I'm busy. I have, you, you know. See, see, we know, yet God is saying, I know. You know, you know, God, you know. Yeah, I gave it to you. Do I not know what I gave you? Can you hold, can you steward me to handle what I gave you? Tell somebody, I want to be a good steward. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to teach you the end of how to be a good steward. Stewardship is facilitated through intimacy and fellowship. It's facilitated through what? It's facilitated through intimacy and fellowship. If fellowship and intimacy is not priority to you, how can you perceive the way? Pastor, I'm trying to get out of my past, okay? 
I want you to pray. And God is going to show you. Did you, well, you know, I did a little bit. Now, I didn't tell you to pray like me. See, there's an there's a ear that has to be prepared to hear. Because the trust level got to be there. Tell somebody to trust your God. Do you trust your God? Do you know he's the way? How many of you know you'll go away, but th that has an expiration date to it? Whatever way you're in that, that, that is not constructed by the word of God has an expiration date to it. And it's a danger because you come to the end of it and say, what have I done all this time? He is the way, the truth, and the life. Can you say amen? You must stay intimately with him. Intimacy. Somebody say intimacy. Is he your priority? See, when you go to the hospital and you have a problem, depending on the level of problem, they put you under anesthesia. Why? Why do they put you under? So you don't move during the operation. And sometimes to calm you, how many of you know the presence of God, the love of God, is anesthesia? You used to be a drunk, but now you got anesthesia. It can hold you to hold the word. Stand to your feet if you can. Tell somebody, I need anesthesia. Come on, tell somebody, I need anesthesia. God wants to hide you with anesthesia. The anesthesia is the love of God. Somebody say the love of God. God's love will facilitate what you need to open your ears. How many of you ever wake up and you just don't feel like praying? Don't put your hand up. All right, you can if you want. How many, how many of you ever just don't feel like? Come on, go ahead, put your hand up. You just don't feel like it. Come on, my hand is up. You don't feel it. All right. So if you don't feel like it, do you just go by your way? I just don't feel like it. Then you wake up again. Well, I feel like it a little bit, but I got too much to do. My question to you is, if the parable is revealed through the intimacy with the Spirit, how will you see for your day? If, if it's revealed, the world is revealed. You're trying to get to a world. You're trying to grow up in the world. But you don't make priority the principles that's associated with the world. But you say, I'm going to reach it because God loved me. He loved you before you even started. It wasn't an emotional decision. It might have been for God because he knows you can't handle that. So he won't put you in that without your handling But he's trying to say, are you looking for the word today? It's associated with, with the patent that I have for you. Stop looking for a new word every day and grab hold to the word and let it ride, ride on the word. What did I tell you? Can you stay in an intimate place with me? No, 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 no. I'm talking about closed door intimacy. 
No, don't try to do intimacy with me with everybody around. See, some of y'all want to pray with everybody around. Yeah, I prayed. No, 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 no. I want clothes. I want, I want to get undressed. And I want to talk to you about undressing. Can, can I get to the to real stuff? Can I see you full? Will you give me all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul, all of your might? Tell somebody he's my lifeline. Your problem might be in an introduction to a principal place of a new dialect. Which means when you get the words that's associated to this realm, it's not a problem anymore. Be careful of what you call a problem. Because what you might call a problem, God might look at an opportunity. And if you fight against the problem, what you don't realize is because he allowed, he allocated space to you, prayed for space. Israel, you prayed for this. You prayed for this. You said you didn't like bondage. But when I take you out, you're not looking for the principles associated with the promise. I made you go this way because you don't have the principles to fight with. If I brought you to what you're looking for, you will not handle it. You want to get up from the table and fight with everybody around you. Your emotions are still controlled. You don't have the construct for what I'm taking you. Somebody tell you something nasty right now and mess up your whole day. Y'all got quiet on that. My day was messed up, wasn't it? She, I didn't like what she said, Pastor. And you want to manage people? Is she submitted to God? No. So why are you trusted? You didn't expect that? Are you dissecting the parable? What are you looking for? Are you looking for progress? Are you looking for principle? Ah, are you looking to progress or are you looking for principle? See, the danger of the church, they made us look for progress, not principle. So we'll find anything that brings progress. But when God checks to see your threshold level, you don't, we don't find no principle. So even if you try to make it in the world in progress, and the devil don't mind you doing a little something. But two years come about, and now you got, uh, mm-hmm, it got ugly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It got ugly. It got real, real ugly. Yeah. Didn't it get ugly? And you find yourself having to start over. But I, if I just did it right the first time, don't seek progress, seek 
principle. And when you seek principle, progress come by default. What am I looking for? I'm looking for the word for me now. God, what are you saying to me now? What are you saying to me now? I see. God, well, I'm complaining so much. I'm, I'm not supposed to be at the... I, I, number one, principally says, did I get what I needed from him? Did I go get my anesthesia? Because I can't even start dissecting what he's doing if I didn't, if I didn't uh, uh, submit myself. Your mind can't stay balanced without anesthesia. How many of y'all say, I got, you know, I come from some hard stuff. I need some anesthesia. I, how many of you, when you was pregnant, you needed kind of that anesthesia thing? Oh, I saw my wife without it. Jesus, I think I would have, Jesus, glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. It gives you the ability to navigate through the pregnancy without fighting against it. You can give me a little music. God is birthing something. I come this morning to tell you God is birthing something. God is doing what? And in this birthing, you have to understand this is the normal processual and the prerequisite for you to come forth. You know, Jesus got mad at it. He said, they always complaining. Sometimes I have to catch and say, God, forgive me for complaining. Yeah. Open your eyes and see what I've done already. Yeah. Your complaining is because you watch too much YouTube and you're trying to be like them rather than be like me. And they made you to start processing to go get something outside of the processual of me. Tell somebody, turn it off. Sometimes you got to turn it off. What are they doing today? What are they doing today? How are they doing? You're missing. You're diluting your destiny decisions. Well, if I just, well, you know, I can just, and I, if you can just submit to the word, and when God says, go, let me tell you what the saying of God looks like. Y'all ready? How many of y'all want to know what the saying of God? Because many of us are looking for a word. Okay. The saying of God it looks like faith. You ready? Faith is the... It's only you who undermine the God, you. If I facilitate the substance for it, it's yes and amen. But when you talk outside of your substance realm, for all things in him is yes and in Christ Jesus. So the substance that I uphold is the yes that I can walk on. <laughs> So you're double thinking, and that's God's mind talking. 
You know what's so interesting? That sometimes we split so much ourselves in the church and in the world that we think our thoughts are not God's thoughts. So even we'll, we'll even box in what that means. So you'll think God's saying, hey, I want you to look at this car or house, and I'm just putting in this realm where you understand. You think that was your thoughts. <laughs> because you've made material only secular. All right, maybe this is too deep. Uh, we'll do this another time. I think that, let's stay in there. You make, you make material secular. So that's why you got to feel like you got to split your life. Because I really do want that stuff, but I don't want to be out of God's will. And when you mature, you understand it's all that and it. You will prosper even as your because God understands it takes capacity to walk in the realm. This world, I know they look at stuff. So for you to minister that realm, you need some stuff. Oh, yeah, this office, if you don't hit a certain value point, they won't talk to you. Y'all think the gospel is only to, see, I know, how many of you know we reach the poor? But it's not only the poor that need the gospel. The poor in spirit are in the mansions. The poor in spirit are in big homes and big cars. You only looking for the poor. No, he said, I need my church to stand up and have a pedigree and know their card when they hit the room. You're going to walk doctors through. Did you consider putting the keys right here? Processes. What is God doing with you? God, thank you for processing. I can't stay here. I'm not called to stay here. How many of you feel like God is doing more in you? Come on, how many of you really feel like God is doing more? I don't have time to play church games. I don't have time. God, give me the word. The articulation for this next level. I have to articulate on this level. One word will make your boss give you a promotion. One word can make your business one thing to another thing. One word. One word that changes you can change the whole trajectory of your family. But I need you to understand, do not neglect the process he has you in. Submit to it. Your weakness is God's strength, ability in you. Your weakness is what? There's two forces that's looking for your weakness. There's God's force and there's the devil force. And depending on what you're familiar with is where you usually hide. And many of us still hiding in the pain of our past. And God is saying, I need you to start finding yourself hiding in me. And when you facilitate yourself in me, you're going to learn to walk with me. I'm going to show you things that you have not seen. I'm going to show you things that I've called you to that you have not known. Tell somebody, get ready to meet the new you. I'm needing the new me. I'm, I'm going to learn to stay new in me. Yeah, yeah. 
Some of you, you're scared of aloneness. Aloneness is good. Because while you're alone, you can be all of you you want to be in your house. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You can do whatever you want to do. But until you meet you, you don't need to meet nobody else. Don't try to meet no man that haven't met him. Because now you got to wait for him to meet him. No, let them wait till he open his arms in prayer. You don't have to tell him. Make sure that he can pray. Don't take your secrecy, your, your sacred of your aloneness wrong. Don't, no, no, no. Don't misinterpret it. Build that atmosphere in your house. Build that atmosphere in that room. You say, what are you doing? He's facilitating my character. He's building my conduct. He's building my mentality. That way when I meet people, I am not manipulated by mass. Well, I just like what they said. They said there was this, but they were really this. You would have saw that if you would have decoded by the spirit. But decoding came from submission. This next year, I'm going to focus on the men very, very hard. Because we got to wake them up. I said we got to wake up. Fathers, husbands, you got to wake up. You've been sleeping too long. You've been sleeping too long. Spiritually sleeping. And the problem is, see, men, the Bible says, listen, Adam. I mean, you know, see, he gave Adam instructions pre. Adam was already building. What do you name the animals? Good. I like it. He was already working, naming, doing what he was supposed to do in God. Then after all that was constructed, he knew his God. Then God said, it's not good for you to be alone. Which means aloneness is good until you find him. I said aloneness is good until you find him. Hurry up and simmer. You don't need a husband. You're going you're gonna to fall in problem. No, you need to find him. And when you find him, you'll find it. You'll find what you need. Because when you argue, you better know how to tell each other to go pray. You go pray. No, you go pray. We, we both go pray. <laughs> no, you go pray. No, you go pray. You need to pray. You need to both of y'all messed up. But you can learn to run to the hem of his garment. And long you long as you've learned to run to the hem of his garment, all things will work out for the good. Our fathers have to wake up. I'm going to teach soon on the deficit of the deadbeat. The deficit of the deadbeat. Because the trajectory of most of our mindsets are still in the trajectory of the deadbeat. And those are broken cycles of principles. And we don't know why the rebellion is so prone in us. Some of that is not just us. It's the cycle of the deadbeat. And just like we learned Wednesday, you got to learn how to build an altar, to tear down an altar. And God is calling you to find your altar so you can tear down 
every altar in your life, whether you made your altar your job, whether you made your altar a spouse, whether you made your altar a, a, a relationship, I ain't going to say a spouse, a, a relationship, a person, a place, a thing. What have you made an altar? Which means that thing, if it speaks louder than God, you submit it. If that thing speaks louder, you, you submit. You, 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 you got to do this. Uh, you better do this. Word construction. Jesus said, the last days, they're not going to like you because you got me. But you keep trying to make people like you instead of standing and knowing he's God. Tell somebody, tell somebody stand and know he's God. When you make God priority, he makes you priority. Listen, you who are looking for a relationship, when you make him priority, God, God, listen to me. If that's a desire in you, if you're running after him, he's like, no, I can't leave this girl by herself. I'm going to do a, a miracle with this one. Come on. So God is trying to help you to understand. Stay focused. Tell somebody to stay focused. It might be hard right now, but stay focused. It might be tough right now, but stay focused. It might be pressure, but stay focused. Pressure is not bad. It's good. It brings you into the next introduction of your life. You just got to find the word for it. God. I see new, how many of y'all see new realms come into your life? But you thought you were going to smile into it. You're like, (coughs) 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 God, how many of y'all ever had to tell God, slow down a little? But you've been praying for the last five years, but not slow down, God. God, slow down. (laughs) He is giving you an introduction to a realm. What you need to hear is have an ear for the realm. Which everything in your life is changed, is shifted. It's your time to hear. Can you say amen? I want to pray for you. You say, what are you praying for me about? I want you to learn to make a decision. We're not going to, I want you to hear me. See, you know why I didn't rev it up? Because I want you to make a conscious decision. A conscious decision. What is a conscious decision? That I'm going to know that he's the way, the truth, and the life. When I'm looking for the way, I know it's him. When I'm looking for the truth, I know it's him. When I'm looking for my life, I know it's him. I'm not going to search outside of him. I think I need to take this. No, you need to take submission to him. Fall in his arms and let him give you anesthesia. It's interesting that the Bible says the fullness of God is the love of God. Learning to abide in the love of God. That we may know the width, the length, the height of his love. That's interesting. That's what he called the fullness. He did not say the next prophetic class is the fullness. He said it's the love of God. Most of us are going to meet a new level of love in Christ. Can you say amen? I want to pray for you. The level that you have not defeated, there's a new level of love waiting for you. 
I say the level you have not defeated is the new level of love waiting for you. When you wake up in the morning, don't look to please God. Look to be pleased by him. You need dimensional recognition. I don't pray for heaven. I pray so I can see my family right. <laughs> I pray so I can see you right. I pray so my eyes, my understanding can be enlightened. But you make it optional. Tell somebody it's not optional anymore. For this realm that he introduced me and I got to see. Because when I walk blind, I, 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 it's frustrating. See, I, I, I find out I argue with my family more when I'm blind. I argue with my children more when I'm blind. I, I got problems at work more when I'm But when I come to the hem of his garment, for some reason, the day just slides on. They said something crazy, but I smiled. <laughs> they talked about me, but I laughed. What was the difference? I found my, my sufficiency in my God. He is Father. He is Father. They're looking for you. But they're looking for the mature you. Is your family looking for the mature you? By the Spirit, I'm calling you out of your broken place into his hiding place. Listen to me. I'm calling you out of your broken into the hiding. In the hiding place, God is going to facilitate what he's called you in this earth for. How many of you know you wasn't called just to pay bills and get a big boat? How many know that's good? Glory. But how many know that's not just what you're called to? He wants your eyes to be open. When my flesh is too loud, I say, uh-uh-uh, today you stop. And when I, when I shut it down, your eyes will open. You say, what is stopping me? My eyes are closed. Tell somebody he's taking the veil off. God, I got to see. What's wrong with my marriage? I got to see. What's wrong with my children? I got to see. It was my sight the whole time. When I'm blind, I can't see. I'm selfish. I'm self-consumed. I'm selfish. So everything I do is about me. But it starts with me. So what I do before I walk out and talk to anybody, I deal with new homework assignment. Make sure you deal with you every day. Tell somebody I got to deal with me. When you can deal with you, you can deal with anything that God has given you. Can you say amen? amen. Conscious decision. Somebody say conscious decision. Convergence. There's an emergency of convergence. That's my country, baby, y'all. You know that. There's convergence. Stand to your feet. Let me pray. Before she start preaching. How many of you know the joy of the Lord is your strength? Today is the last day 
that you perceive your problem as a problem. Today, you're going to perceive it as an opportunity to grow. I say today is the last day of your problem. Whatever you're looking at a problem, how many of you know that problem is not bigger than God? I said it's not bigger than God. So right now, Lord, we submit our sight. We submit our definitions. We submit our perception. We submit what we've made unknown. we made big. We've, we put it to you today, God. To say that you are the author. You're the finisher of our faith. You're God Almighty. We thank you this day, God. Forgive us, oh God. Father, show us every complacency in us. Every place, God, that we are, we are not moving. We want awaken us again. That we may see, we may perceive in your divine will. Forgive us, O oh God. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Help us to see. Help us to hear. Help us to perceive your call on our life. We need you, Jesus. Touch your people today, God. Touch them today, God. We want to see you. We want to know you. Hallelujah. Lord, we pray that there's a yes in our belly. There's a yes in our belly. Trauma, issues, problems, years and years, God. It's covered the reality of what I saw in you. But today, God, I tear it off. Come on, today I tear it off, God. The bounds of my mind, the bounds of religion, the bounds of what I've heard in, the bounds of what, 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 what caused just brokenness and just, just, God, I break it off of my sight today. I just want to see you. Show me you, God. Let there be a yes. Touch me with your love. Touch me with your care. Thank you for your comfort. You are my God. I will exalt you. I will exalt you. You are my God. Father, I pray today that there is a continuum of the secret place in everyone in this place. That they're going to find an altar and build. And in their building, they're going to be strong and mighty. I declare deliverance on those altars. I say deliverance on those altars. Freedom on those altars. Ah, let it be broken in Jesus' name. Cycles be broken. Be broken. Be broken. Hurt and heartache. Silence pain. Touch it right now, God. Father, we want to be more like you. Say this with me, God. You are the way. You're my truth. And you're my life. Today, we submit to say yes. Forgive us for any idol we've made above you. But today, I stand on solid ground and say you're my God. You're my Father. You're my source. You're my sustainer. Lead me. Guide me into all truth. I need you. In Jesus' name, amen. Give God a hand clap if you can.
Hallelujah. How many of you see the necessity of having an ear to hear? God is changing you. So get comfortable with change. I say get comfortable with change. Get, flex, get comfortable and flexible with change. Amen. I'm believing God for the consistent new you. Amen. Give all our visitors a hand clap. Come on, give them a hand clap. We thank you. Thank God for you being here. Bless you. We thank God for all of you who've been here. We would love for you to, if you don't have a church home, we would love for you to join us here at Believer's Connection Church, a church full of love and care and comfort. Can you say amen? amen. We are invested in the God of you, the God that is calling you into your ministry, your mantle, and in the operation of the mode that you're called to. Amen? amen. If you don't have a church home, we would love for you to join us here at Believer's Connection Church. Uh, amen? If you don't and you like to join, I want you to make sure that you meet us here in our welcome area right after service, and we would love to discuss and talk with you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. How many are excited about what God is doing in your life? Yeah. Amen. How many of you are ready to take on a little pressure with God? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Listen. Get the word and bring the word. Get your swords together. In the morning, get prepared. Tell somebody, prepare yourself. Prepare, yourself. prepare, prepare for war. And, and, and stay off the phone with the hard ones until you're prepared for them. Abraham, leave. Don't go in there with yourself. Tell somebody, go in there with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen.